Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about the shame-blame trap. Hey friends, what's up? Welcome to the show today. So excited to be with y'all. I want to talk to you guys today about the shame-blame trap. Now, before we get into what this is, first I have to give credit to when I first heard this concept from my coach, Jody Moore, thought it was genius and loved it. And I see it so, so much with my clients. So if you've ever found yourself flipping almost between the mindset of, I think what we do as humans is we think something's gone wrong. There's a problem in our relationship. And so we start trying to figure out who the bad guy is. Who is the person to blame for things going wrong? So you're feeling anxious. Maybe there's some turbulence in your relationship. And there has to be someone to point fingers at. There has to be someone to blame for why things are the way they are. And that leads us to almost playing the game of like who's the bad guy. And so what it might sound like is my partner is the bad guy. Like they aren't good enough. They are not kind enough. They're not outgoing enough. They aren't handsome enough. They're not emotionally intelligent enough, spiritual enough, whatever the thing is. My partner not enough of it. <laughs> and therefore, he or she is the reason I am feeling this. That is what we call blame, my friends, is blaming the other person for why things aren't the way you want. Pointing fingers at them that they're the reason you're not having the experience you should in this relationship. Then on the flip side is shame, which is I'm the bad guy. So what this sounds like is if you have been in your head thinking, oh, they just don't deserve to deal with this. They don't deserve to deal with me. They should have so much better. I am such an awful, horrible partner for having these doubts, for thinking this way, for being anxious. I'm awful. I suck. That is shame. Shame is something is wrong with me. Blame is they're doing it wrong, they're wrong. Shame is I'm wrong, I'm doing it wrong. And both options feel awful. (laughs) Neither feel good. And neither are helping you get where you want to go. So let's talk about why these don't work, these two approaches. Um, And why they might be kind of the default tendency of our brain. And you might notice your brain tends to go more to one side or the other. So maybe we have a tendency to blame more or we have a tendency to experience shame more. Or you might notice yourself fluctuating between the two. So on the blame side, when we are blaming our partner, when we're pointing fingers at them and then they're the reason that I feel like this or that and they're the reason that this experience hasn't been what it's supposed to be, when we start blaming them, what happens is we get to feel relief and acceptance for ourselves. (laughs) Because when we are looking at our partner and saying they're not doing it right, they should be more like X, Y, or Z, 
then we get to ignore or push away the things that we think maybe we're doing wrong. We get to avoid that and we get to be able to be like, I'm fine. I'm doing everything okay. This is all on them. This is their problem. So what blame has is blame is very much lacking self-awareness. We're totally blinded by the things we're of the things we're doing and the way we're playing into the relationship the way we are creating the dynamic we want so like let's say you want more emotional depth in your relationship you're wanting more connection and if you are in blame mode what that sounds like is you're very very focused on your partner and how they aren't emotionally deep enough and how they don't respond the way they should and how they're always not listening the right amount, they joke too much, whatever it is, you're very focused on the area you see them lacking and you are missing awareness on the ways in which you are not showing up in full emotional maturity the ways that you are lacking in emotional intelligence. We're just focusing on them and the way all the way they're getting it wrong and you're totally missing the ways that you are maybe avoiding and not owning your own emotions. So what this allows for is you're able to feel some relief for yourself because you're not the one to blame. It's all their fault. They're the reason you don't have this deep emotional connection. And you get to breathe a sigh of relief for you. But you're also resentful of your partner because they're not doing it right. They're not being the way they should. And now you're powerless because everything is in your partner's hands. You need them to show up perfectly in order to have what you want. You need them to figure out their emotional intelligence in order for you to be satisfied. You need them to figure out how to be deeper, how to talk more, whatever the thing is, in order for you to feel how you want to feel. And so we start getting resentful of our partner. We might start nitpicking. We might start complaining. We might start overanalyzing things in our head because we're wanting to change them so badly because they're at fault and they're the reason we're feeling this way. So blame allows you to abdicate your own responsibility. So we get to feel a little bit of relief there, but then also it leaves you so powerless because now it's all in your partner's hands and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, on the flip side is the shame, which is where you start thinking, I just... I can't manage my own emotions. I'm not I'm not able to get this right. Something's wrong with me. I just keep doubting. I keep spinning out. I'm so horrible. I'm so awful. Um and when you start thinking like that, you maybe might not be blaming your partner anymore. You're not saying it's their fault. You have some awareness on the ways you are contributing to the situation in your relationship. You might see how maybe because of your, um, you know, your reactiveness or um, certain qualities you have or the way you show up that you're creating this dynamic you don't want in your relationship. So 
with shame, you see how you're part of the problem. You see what you're doing, but you're lacking acceptance for yourself. You are mad and judging yourself for not getting it right and for being an imperfect and flawed partner. So when you are over on this side of shame, what you are doing is, yeah, you're not blaming your partner anymore. You have some awareness, which gives you some power of like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm contributing to the situation. These are the things I need to fix or adjust and what I'm doing and how I'm behaving. But you have so much judgment of yourself that it's impossible to make any changes. (laughs) You dislike what you're doing so much. You hate how you show up in the relationship. You say nitpick and then you nitpick your partner. You know you're doing it. You see the pattern and you beat yourself up and you nitpick yourself for nitpicking. And you, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stop doing this? And you start shaming yourself. And it's like an attempt to try to fix the behavior. But all it really does is make the nitpicking voice in your head even louder. Not just for for your partner, but for you. When you start beating yourself up and criticizing yourself for getting it wrong and telling yourself how wrong and awful you are, it doesn't actually get you to change. We might be able to use willpower to force ourselves to not nitpick for a minute, but ultimately we're just going to have that intense desire come right back up because we've just been nitpicking ourselves into submission and that works temporarily. So shame has self-awareness. It sees how you're contributing to the problem. It lacks self-acceptance. Blame is the exact opposite, which is there is plenty of acceptance for yourself, but you have no awareness on how you're contributing to the problem. You think it's all your partner and they're the ones to blame. So again, you might flip between the two sides. You might sometimes shame yourself, sometimes blame your partner. Maybe you do both. You might lean more towards one side or the other. But first is kind of taking note of where do you tend to fall? Are you a shamer? Are you a blamer? Do you do both? And then knowing what we need to do for you is help you create more acceptance for yourself and more awareness of how you contribute to what's going on. So think of it almost like a map. And we are trying to take you from point A to point B. Maybe we're trying to take you from your house to Target. (laughs) If you don't know how to get there already. I know I definitely have that one memorized. (laughs) But your GPS needs to know where you're at right now in order to direct you. If you've ever tried using your GPS, if you've ever tried using Siri and you haven't put you you haven't enabled your location tracking your phone will just be like unable like to load this right because it needs a starting point we can't give directions we don't know if you need to go north or south east or west west right or left because we have no idea what your starting point is and so 
what we have to do in order to take you to that new location is first help Siri figure out where you're at right now. When that location tracking is turned off, that is kind of like when we are in blame mode and we are lacking that awareness. We don't really know where we're at. We don't really understand how we're contributing to what we don't want in our anxiety in our relationship. We're just kind of like, I don't know, it just sucks that I'm here and it's all their fault. We have no idea what we did to get ourselves in this place in the first place. <laughs> we have no idea where we are at mentally or emotionally. And I think most of us with anxiety are never 100% lacking awareness, but we have to create more of that. We have to turn on your location setting. And so this is something we do in coaching is to help you figure out what is going on for me right now? When does this show up? What are my anxious patterns? You have to understand what you are doing in order to have directions to change. We can't change where you're at without really understanding where you're starting. GPS can't take you to Target without knowing your starting point. We can't get you to being that partner you want to be, to having that relationship you want to create with your partner without knowing where you're starting. So we have to create more awareness. We have to stop blaming our partner for all the problems, and we have to be able to start reflecting and looking inward at ourselves. But then the flip of that is, immediately when we recognize where we're at, is we want to start judging. We want to start beating ourselves up, and that's why we've been blaming our partner, so we don't have to shame ourselves. But... I want you to think of that almost like Siri giving you directions. You start trying to go to Target and you put in your house address and it's like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why would you be 10 miles away from Target? Why would you be in that part of town? That's stupid. You should be closer. You should already be here. (laughs) And Siri just starts beating you up for where you're at. No, Siri does not do that. Siri does not care if you are like three days away from Target. She will tell you how to get there. Doesn't matter how far you are. Doesn't matter. She will get you there. (laughs) And that is how we have to become with ourselves is having that level of acceptance of it doesn't matter how off or how far I am from where I want to get because I'm going to get there. Yeah, maybe I'm further than I would like to be, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get there. And it doesn't mean anything is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with me for being where I'm at. It's just this is my starting point, And that is totally okay. And allowing yourself to be where you're at. And from that place where you see where you're at, you have awareness and you accept yourself for where you're at, that is magic. That is where you're able to start taking yourself where you want to go. That is where you're able to make changes and start making your relationship and your day-to-day experience in your life more of what you want it to be. It's recognizing that your partner is human and they are aren't going to do things perfectly and that's okay. And so are you. 
that you are human. You're not going to do things perfectly. You're going to mess up and that's okay. And it's being willing to look at and reflect and learn from and start making those changes from complete acceptance of yourself and your partner. We, we think that the way to get there, to get to our end destination, is we have to beat ourselves up and we have to criticize ourselves and we have to um, like just not look at it. And like basically we want to put a blindfold on ourselves that we want to not look at what's going on, what we're doing, what our habits are. And we also don't want to like think about ourselves and all the ways we're screwing up. And we're just kind of like running in circles with the blindfold. Obviously, that does not get you where you want to go. (laughs) And we're frantically trying to make the change. We got to slow down. We got to accept where you're at right now. You cannot hate yourself. You cannot shame yourself into being a different person. It doesn't work. (laughs) If anything, like, it gets you more stuck in where you're at. The more you beat yourself up, I know we think that if I beat myself up more, I'm going to get closer to my end destination. I'm going to finally figure it out. I'm finally going to fix this. But the opposite is true. The more you beat yourself up, the more you hate yourself for where you're at, the more stuck you are in it. The more you blame your partner for what's going on, the more you blame them for your anxiety and your fear and your doubt, the more powerless you're going to feel. Being able to own, this is my stuff that's coming up for me. This is what's going on for me. And I have zero judgment of myself for it. It is okay that this is where I'm at. I'm allowed to be here. That is where your power is, my friends. That is where you will start making the changes you want to make. If you are ready to start doing that, you want to become the next version of yourself who is finally feeling at peace and calm in your relationship. You're not constantly overanalyzing or doubting it anymore. You want that awareness and acceptance. I want you to go to mikelkristen.com and you can apply to work with me and we'll talk about what it looks like and how to finally get you where you want to go. Because creating that self-acceptance and awareness on your own is really challenging. And that is exactly what I'm here to do, to help you with. So you can go to mikelkristen.com and go to the work with me tab if that's something you're interested in. And I want to leave you guys with this question. First of asking yourself is, do I need more acceptance of myself? Or do I need more awareness? And what can I do to start being kinder to myself exactly where I'm at? And how can I start becoming more aware of what's going on for me? And I hope you guys have a beautiful weekend. We will talk next week. Bye.